When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, Chumbo Wumba, of course, the great song, Tub Thumping. And I suspect this guy got knocked down and got up again during Magic Round up in Brisbane there last weekend. Scott Sattler from SEN Sports Day, the survivor of the recent NRL Magic Round. We we didn't know for sure until we got him on the show. Scotty, welcome. Yeah, Caxton Street by day three looked like the, the living dead, to be quite honest. There were zombies everywhere, but uh, in saying that, <laughs> Duff, it's, uh, it's, a, um, it's a great weekend, a really, really good weekend, and um, well celebrated. It started in 2019 with the NRL and continues to just get stronger and stronger with the attendances. So um, were you cactus on Caxton Street, Scott? Oh, all was okay. It was fun because, um, but I've got to say, yeah, with with this, you know, the entire weekend, um, it was, yeah, it was full on. Uh, the interaction is great, but I've got to say, the fans, the location of it is just perfect for Magic Round because, um, because, because of the location of Suncorp Stadium, um, the, the precinct itself has got all the all the bars and restaurants and all the accommodation around. Uh, around around the stadium and um, and yeah, it's just such great interaction between all the fans and uh, and the entire community. People who aren't even going to the games just you know, just walk down Catson Street and just watch all the all the carrying on. So, um, but I've got to say, I saw some guys day one, and then I saw the same group of guys day three, and they were really worse for wear. I was glad I was me and not them. You had to call a game late. Was it a sort of a a, um, a a Ray Warren smooth as silk type call with loads of passion, or is it Darren Lockyer post throat injury type of call? How did you go? Yeah, by game three, by game three it was the latter. Yeah, it was uh, very rusty, uh, very rusty. And um, but you know, it's the good part about it is that um, is that it's just such an exciting date on the calendar it, you can't help but get caught up with it um, and the adrenaline just continues to drag you through those three days because there's just so much going on there's so much interaction and so much activity so many activities around the precinct as well they, they did a great job the NRL the, all the, the activation sites for kids and getting everyone involved it was as I said it keeps going from strength to strength and the, the one thing I don't like about the NRL and Magic Round, or some of these really big events, like Origin, as they say, okay, where are we going to take it next? And I can see why. It's a little bit like the Super Bowl. Whoever's willing to pay for it should get it. But I just think there's some locations that need to be left alone. And I think Brisbane, South East Queensland, with the weather at this time of year and the location of uh, Suncorp Stadium and all the games, it's just a perfect location for it. I, I wouldn't move from there at all. If, I don't think it would work in Sydney. Um, if anything, you would probably take it one year to New Zealand just to say thank you very much for what you did through COVID. 
Yeah, totally. I, I, I think you're right. It's sometimes you've got to consider the code as opposed to the um, the financial opportunity. And it just looks like, um, well, it was such a great idea, the AFL copied it. Um, so that tells you how well it works. Um, that, could, could they spread it out? So could they say it goes to Queensland, but they play maybe a, a couple of games down on Gold Coast as opposed to all its... No. No, you don't like that? No, that's where I think the AFL probably got it wrong. Now, I love it. My wife went to the gather around Adelaide and uh, she thought it was amazing. Um, but she could watch two ants crawl up the wall and she'd think it'd be amazing also. You know, she doesn't come from a sporting background. And um, and she went out to Mount Barker and watched a game out there with the Lions and 3,000 or 4,000 people. She said it was amazing. But I think you lose the momentum by spreading it around. And, oh, yeah, there's not a lot of fans who would go and watch every game. But there's a lot of kids that want to watch every game and they want to see... You know, as many of the, the footy stars as they can. So, um, you know, to have it in the one location, I think it's—I think it'd be a shame to spread it. And this is what I think: if Gather Round was to go to Melbourne, uh, you could have—you know, because the games are longer, we get that. You could have some games at the MCG. You could have some games at Marvel as well. You know, it's only a, a couple of tram stops in between. So, um, I think yeah, Melbourne is the the obvious epicenter for it, like like Magic Round. I think South East Queensland's the epicenter for it there. You reckon it's only a little uh, distance from the MCG to Marvel, mate? The the MCG tenant clubs they think it's like crossing a desert to get up to Marvel, buddy. I oh, know. Damien Hardwick yeah. blues like there's no tomorrow every time Richmond have to play at Marvel. <laughs> hey, um, they they left the close games till last. Um, the the Titans, Eels, and the and the Tigers, Dragons. Well, the Tigers Dragons, funnily enough, yeah, two of the worst performing teams this year, and yeah, probably two of the sides that are under the most amount of pressure from a you know from a, a club perspective, a coaching perspective. Yeah, you know, they're board of directors. You know, everyone's looking for change there, and, but they produced one of the one of the great games on Sunday, the, the Tigers and the Dragons. And we sometimes see that, don't we, when teams have got so much to play for, but it finished in the final minute and a half of just a. A last gasp play by a 19-year-old rookie to you know, to come up with probably the play of the weekend to to save a try that could have won it for the Dragons, and then the Titans. Yeah, they look like they're always in control. The Titans, but Parramatta somehow tried to find their way back, and and then you, you go all the way back to Friday night when you had, sorry Saturday night I should say, which seemed like so long ago. You know, the night before because there were so many games of footy, but then. To see South versus Melbourne, two of the real powerhouses in the competition, and not only did South win and break a, a stranglehold that Melbourne have had on the Rabbitohs for you know since they came into the comp in 1998, Melbourne, uh, the Rabbitohs not only beat them, they half point humiliated them at, at some stage. You know, just yeah, they got this ability to just go into fifth gear in the last 10 or 15 minutes of the game, and teams can't go with them. So yeah, they're, it's going to be interesting to see how they go South after the Origin period when they get all their stars back and and see whether they can move into another gear. So the the loss, implications for Anthony Griffin, or is he dead in the water anyway, do you think? The story I, I just read on Code Sports saying that St George have met with Jason Riles about coaching the team next year. Yeah, Jason Riles is an assistant coach at the Roosters. Uh, the Roosters don't like to break up their coaching team especially when you're under contract with Jason Riles. There's always been a whisper that Jason Riles will take over from Craig Bellamy one day at, at Melbourne, where he was an assistant coach also. Bellamy is going to make a decision really soon about whether he finishes officially at the end of this year or whether he'll go to one more year. Um, 
And I think that'll come down to the availability of who they really want. If it is really Rolls and he's still under contract next year, he'll probably coach on for another year. Um, yeah, Rolls is the next Dragons legend. Uh, there's a lot of ex-Dragons players that are, that are in the mix to coach the Dragons. I think it's fair to say Anthony Griffin won't be there. I think the Dragons have handled this really poor. I think, you know, from a management 101 position, I think they've handled it really poor. I think they threw it out into the, the, the public to sort of say, what's the feedback going to be like if we, you know, if we tell this coach that he's got to reapply for his coaching position in 2024? It doesn't look good when you're asking the current coach to, to reapply. So the only way you reapply for your position is get your team to the finals and get wins. You don't have to put your resume in again or, or do another interview. So um, yeah, watch this space. Now, I'm, I'm hearing that that Griffin, they, they've stayed on the Gold Coast for two days and then they're going up to Townsville to play the Cowboys this week. So they're not going home, which is probably not a bad thing. You get out of Dodge as quick as possible in your, in your home area if um, there's a lot of pressure on you. But I'm hearing, Duff, that it may be the next two to three weeks that he will be replaced. And former Dragons player Ben Hornby, who is currently coaching at South as part of their coaching team, will possibly take over as coach. Now, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope Anthony Griffin gets the opportunity to coach the entire year because he's contracted there. And uh, and he's a good guy too. He's a good rugby league man. So, uh, But it's fair to say that Anthony Griffin knows he won't, he won't be the Dragons next year as the head coach. What game are you most looking forward to? Uh, this week it's the um, it is the Melbourne Storm up against the Broncos. That opens up round eleven, which is which is this weekend. It's um, it's a it's a big match, especially for Melbourne at home. They've got to, they've got to continue sending messages to to people that they're still a powerhouse in the comp. And the Broncos, well, they're leading the comp, and everyone's expecting them to be to just suffer from exhaustion uh, when Origin period finishes, and they they may sort of uh, start swimming in the deep end a little bit and playing, you know, this week is a really tough challenge for them. They're playing a, you know, a really powerful side. So they start playing some sides that are, you know, that are used to playing, you know, those, those marquee games. So there's going to be a real big challenge for the Broncos, but I like what the Broncos are doing at the moment. They're, they're very professional about everything they do. And uh, I think they'll beat Melbourne in Melbourne on Thursday. So that's the game I'm really looking forward to. Scotty Sattler, we're so pleased you got through it all, mate. I'm sure you had a lot of fun, and hopefully yeah. it uh, it stays there for years to come because it clearly works there. Magic Round in Brisbane, and Scott Sattler, of course, part of the SEN family and our rugby league guru here on Mornings with Mark Duffield. Thanks for joining us, mate, and uh, we hope to talk to you again next week. Go the busy lines. <laughs> They're looking pretty good, mate. They look pretty complete now. I think they'll be around when the whips crack at the end of the season. Don't say that, Dust. Don't say that. Don't say that. You put the mocker on. <laughs> All right, Scott Sattler. Uh, Thanks, we'll, mate. We'll take a break, and we'll be back to close up the show after the break.